Are we on? Yes, we're live. Hello, everybody. Hi, and welcome to And It's Writing, a live stream and podcast where two writers have a few drinks and some laughs while we revise our old work. Uh, I'm DC McNaughton, and uh, I'm a speculative fiction writer, soon to be historical fiction writer. Um, and uh, right now, I finally finished The Goldfinch by Yay. Donna Tart. Yay! It took so long. <laughs> I hated the ending. No! It was very preachy, but it was a good book. Um, and I'm going to read her other stuff. But now I'm, I've moved on and I'm going to read Angela's Ashes by Frank McCourt because it is in uh, first present, or at least some of it is. I haven't decided how much yet. <laughs> uh, and so is my current speculative fiction novel I'm working on. So it should be fun to read somebody who actually knows what they're doing with first present. <laughs> um, and I'm Avery Ames and I write adult fantasy. Uh, what I'm working on is I finished revisions on one of the two projects I'm revising, um, which is the sequel to my self-published novel, um, Cambiare. Uh, it is currently with some critique partners to kind of get their thoughts and see what they're thinking, um, I, which means I am fully now in revisions in the uh, novel that my agent sent me some very good notes on um, that are very, that are a lot of revision. <laughs> And I'm staring down the barrel of a possible rewrite. Uh, I'm still making some decisions in that department. Um, so that's where I'm at. Um, what I'm reading is uh, I'm still finishing Land of the Beautiful Dead but by Arlie Smith. Uh, I'm in the like super feels section now, which is towards the end. Uh, but it is it is a chonky, chonky book. So it's taken me a minute. But I have, <laughs> I have also started looking down like I said, at these new review revisions, I have started rereading Story Genius uh, by Lisa Crone, which is actually a very good book if you are plotting a novel, planning a novel, or revising a novel. Uh, the full title is actually Story Genius, How to Use Brain Science to Go Beyond Outlining and Write a Riveting Novel, asterisk, before you waste three years writing 327 pages that go nowhere. So. Yay. Yeah. I've done that before. Yes. It's very good about digging into character motivations, uh, what the theme of your story is, and there's actually a section on evaluating your scenes using these scene cards, and I forgot to bring one into this room, uh, but they're like, you kind of fill out like what the point of the scene is, and during revising it helps me a lot to realize if I even need a scene or if I can combine scenes. Um, so it's just, it's one of my favorite craft books. Um, it has a lot of really, really good advice. Mm, nice spicy good okay and this is our usual reminder that writing is not all about rules when we are writing we sometimes need to break them as well a lot uh we're both firm believers that if the rules feel too suffocating and overwhelming just ignore them and write and stop complaining about everything darren <laughs> <laughs> we've all done it we do it every draft every revision I'm doing it a lot right now. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it a whole lot, a whole hell of a lot. Everything is terrible. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's been one of those days. Anyway. We all have those days. It's okay. <laughs> it will get better. So, okay. Today we're going to do the drink pairing. Um, and since the, the today's topic is passive voice, and since passive voice can often weaken your writing and leave it kind of wimpy, I was trying to think what like a nice, weak, wimpy drink is that I would still want to drink. So today we are drinking 
hard seltzer, which I still love. <laughs> I know it's much maligned, <laughs> but I love it. And I haven't opened it yet, so we're going to make a nice, loud, like, noise here in a second. If I can get it. There we go. Yeah. Crack it that open. Noise. Yeah. Drink that. Yeah. So that's our <laughs> fancy, fancy drink pairing for this episode. But I thought it was fitting for uh, wuzzing the wuzzes. Yeah, I drank that. All right. And I uh, I um, have done a my own seltzer and I have removed the alcohol. First, because I'm just having a bad day and I do not drink on bad days. That is a rule. Uh, but second, because I uh, we're going to be talking a lot about removing wuzzes today. And imagine the booze is a was, and I have taken it out and now I'm sipping fresh seltzer that is just flavored with no liquor. No wuzzes here. Yes, no wuzzes. No, no, no wuzzes boozy, here. boozy wuzzes. I'm just going to nope. sit here and drink all the wuzzes on your behalf. Thank you. I appreciate that. Also, I prepped for this podcast a little early and um, this has been... It's not warm yet, but it's not super cold. <laughs> and seltzers, <laughs> seltzers' enjoyment value very much decreases with every like degree of temperature that it increases. Uh, but we're gonna, we're just gonna go with it. Um, That's so what you get for, for ignoring the ice thing. Yeah. We're in America. You can use that if you want. I could, right. but then I would have had to know. open it, and then it would have gone flat. So That's fair. Half yeah. dozen one six of the other um wasing the wuzzes came up in a writer's group chat that both dc and i are a part of uh all of us in the group chat were revising at the same time uh several of us were using autocrit and autocrit is a service that kind of flags potential problems in your writing and then you kind of got to go through and edit and it does not like the word was i love autocrit mm. it's good it does so it does good things but you do have to like analyze you can't just automatically do everything it says to do yeah, um no. you have to it, it's it's a flag to go take a look at this and make a decision um and but it just it really hates the word was and it will tell you how many was as you have and be like this is bad and you have to go through and then check your was count so we came up with the phrase wuzzing the wuzzes to indicate that we were remo removing now wuzzes. we get to talk about passive voice and our thoughts on it what are oh, your thoughts great. my thoughts on it are it has a place and it doesn't and most of the time it doesn't have a place um and just a point since i am actually working on a present tense uh the present tense version of was is is um so if you're writing <laughs> yeah. a present tense <laughs> then you then you're watch for is. you're wasing the isses <laughs> yeah you're 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 yeah all kinds of izzies uh and i should have um, gotten the izzy like seltzer and mixed it with something <laughs> yeah that's funny we fucked up okay well uh, but, um, yeah, my, my thoughts on it are, you know, I think was is they are obviously sometimes necessary because they, they ground us really fast and, uh, you know, it was a dark and stormy night. You can't write that without was okay. And, and that it gives, it gives you, it's, it's a sentence that puts you immediately in a time and place and that, you know, sometimes it's okay. I had a was in my first sentence, uh, on both of the books I just finished and, I liked them both and I couldn't figure out how to avoid them no matter what. Um, but there are other times that it's really like it, and we're going to see them later that it's just really unnecessary and it makes your writing not pretty. 
Um, and there are other forms of passive voice, mm-hmm. uh, such as of. <laughs> like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good one. But I'm really bad with of. I uh, like uh, all of the pretty roses. No, um, I can't remember what is the best way. Like a box of candy. Oh, right? yeah. That's that's some other like passive voice that can also get in the way. Um, but we can talk about of's a different day. Uh, <laughs> there may be some yeah. ofs. I wasn't keeping an eye out for those in my samples, so there may or may not be some. We'll I, find I out. Recently, I recently helped somebody remove like like 500 words uh, because they needed to get just under a, a certain word count. And I said, have you looked for the ofs? And they found them and they were able to uh, actually cut enough to, to, to get under the word count. So there's all kinds of different, mm-hmm. you know, faux pas. How do you feel about passive voice? Um, Well, first, I was going to share a little trick or definition that's actually a pretty common thing in writing. I finally found the origin of this description, which is Rebecca Johnson tweeted, I finally learned how to teach my guys to ID the passive voice. If you can insert by zombies after the verb, you have passive voice. Um, which is actually a really interesting description and it's not the only passive voice, but it is a passive voice. So that's... Can you use that an example for me? <laughs> well, if you say like the door, if you say like the door was slammed shut, well, you can say the by door zombies. was slammed shut by zombies. So therefore oh. it's passive voice. Uh, in a lot of my examples, I actually have a by. So I actually look for the word was and the word by. Uh, like I actually look for, and when you're searching in word, you can put like the spaces around it. So it doesn't look up like goodbye. You can put like space by space and then it will find that whole little section. Um, so I will do that and I will look for the word by because it's like if the blank was blank by blank, then it is very definitely passive voice. Wow, yeah, no, that's I've never heard that one. That is that's a good one. I like that. I like it. So that's part of it. Um, that's actually probably where I have the most egregious examples, um, which you will see in the in the sample. <laughs> um and also like the passive voice in the description um, because it doesn't have to be a person was or the thing was being done by the person it can also be like an object um so it can be like well i don't want to ruin the sample but i think it opens with something like the room was lit by the sunlight or something like that so, yeah it doesn't have to be a person doing a thing it can be a thing doing a thing uh but that's actually one. I actually don't really, I never really thought about the ofs. So now I'm like, do I do that? Do I not? I don't, I don't oh, know if I do that. I, I'm going to have, totally does it. I'm going to have to go look for some ofs. Uh, yes, everybody does it. It's true. It's true. But general thoughts on passive voice is kind of the same as yours, as, which is hot take. It's not always bad. You don't have to take out every single instance of passive voice. Sometimes it's good. Uh, one of the ways I use it a lot is my uh, self-published book, Cambiare, is about fairies, uh, and it's very traditional fae, so they cannot lie. So one of the ways they get around lying is using a lot of passive voice. Is like, hmm, the door was closed, but they don't really say, I closed the door. Um, so it's like a lot of things where like you can kind of use passive voice to kind of skirt around 
saying what really happened. Yeah. And sometimes that can really help. Uh, one of my rules is one of my rules about writing is that in dialogue, all bets are off. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I do the same thing. I let my dialogue break rules all the time because that's how people talk. Mm -hmm. um, on the subject, though, uh, also, wuzzes are a great way to fix your pentameter. Um, a, a lot of, you know, if you read your work out loud, a lot of times you'll feel like something will feel like stunted or it's not like uh, normal or something just doesn't feel right about the way it, it rolls off your tongue. And I think I can't remember if the English language uh, is like, people like fives or sevens uh but there's one there's a there's a certain amount of mm -hmm. uh consonants that is actually comfortable to say um five. so actually is it five mm -hmm. yeah so um yeah uh it, it was can actually fix your pentameter sometimes mm -hmm. and sometimes that matters especially mm -hmm. if you're hoping to have an audiobook someday <laughs> or you you know it just feels better to read so sometimes yeah. it was feels really good like you know, I think uh, both of happens. us have mentioned that we're both very, we like sometimes things because of the cadence of them and the way they uh -huh. sound in like, and for me, it's in my head if I'm reading, you know, written words, but I listen to the cadence of, I actually was listening to a podcast about music and they were talking about how there were some pop hits who were, that were finessed mathematically using pentameter and one is the um crap what song is it it's the taylor swift song where she's like my friends talk to your friends talk to my friends talk to me and it's very yeah. like the rhythm of it is the cadence of the words and so i was like yeah i do like some songs really are very satisfying to sing like that and it's the same way with writing is some phrases have this like rise and fall and rise and fall and so sometimes you need that was in there to make it just sound pretty. Be like Taylor Swift. Be, be Taylor Swift. Wisely. I don't know. I don't know anything about Taylor Swift. I listen to goth metal. <laughs> I listen to everything. But you could never guess by looking at me. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we talked, we blabbed about wasas a lot. So, and I'm kind of looking at our time. So we should probably move into the cringe. Um <laughs> So we're going to pull up my screen and you're, we're going to have you read it out loud as usual. Since I wrote it, you yeah. get to read it. And then uh, for those who are just joining us for this episode, we will revise it. Uh, before I go into this, I'm going to give you just a very brief kind of where we are in the story, because this is a snippet from like later in the story. And um, for those of you who have been with us since episode one or have listened to episode one, we are following up on our friend who fell out the window chased by oh, a ghoul. No, that's episode oh. two. This is the one who was being like clutched by the ghoul's delicious uh, slash deadly sharp claws. Right, right, right. The sharp, the sharp claws. The sharp claws. Right. Um, this so, is, wait, is it a man or a woman or, a, or an other? Uh, the main character in this one is a woman. Oh. Um, so she has been scratched by the ghoul's claws and this is her waking up the next day, um, after like escaping the ghoul. So we will move into yeah. the editing screen. Yes. All right. Here we go. I'm going to read this. <clears throat> There's going to be so many wesses. I don't know. I haven't looked at it. Okay. Here we go. I cracked open an eye to see that the room was now lit by the rising sun. I rolled over and got out of bed stiffly. Oh, my <laughs> leg was, my leg was racked with heat, which worried me. 
I lifted a hand to brush the earring I wore. A simple silver hoop was graced with three beads in blue, white, and gold. It was worn by all the members of the order, and it provided immunity from the toxins carried by the walking dead and other unholy creatures. Unfortunately, it was no good it was no good against plain old infection. After the salve, though, hopefully the wound would be healed soon enough. <clears throat> there is a lot of passive there's voice in here. There's a lot of passive not, voice in here. It is not all wuzzes. <clears throat> it's not all wuzzes, but yeah, there's a lot of passive. There's a couple of adverb problems carrying back through. This is the same draft that had the adverb problems, so that's not really a surprise. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I, I gotta say, I'm I'm nervous about this one because, like, I haven't worked with wuzzes for so long. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Ooh. Woo-wee, this is, uh, okay. <laughs> one, one sentence at a time. Yeah, we'll just, one step at a time. Yeah. The so same way you usually revise, just. Yeah, exactly. You gotta revise one sentence at a time. Uh, okay, so the first sentence is, I cracked open an eye to see that the room was now lit by the rising sun. And this is like well, a Avery... combo problem, because this I is have... filtering and passive voice. All I have one. big problems with this. <laughs> it's like it's like a gross version of Reese's. Like you got you got passive voice in my filtering. You got filtering in my passive voice. Oh my gosh! Oh, and the, not to mention the word "now" is in there. I love it. Yeah, love it, ladies and gentlemen, and and other people like me who are not one or the other. Uh, you don't need the word "now" in your books hardly ever. <laughs> Don't do it. The only time I use it is if there's like kind of a sort of flashback and you're coming back to the present. Absolutely. That's really the only time. Absolutely. I agree. Okay. So, um, I have a few things to say, uh, just in general about craft. Uh, I craft open an eye to see, um, there is, you know, and I, and I don't know if C is, um, technically considered passive voice. I think it's, it's showing, not telling. It's filtering. Okay. Like you don't, especially if you're talking about opening an eye, you don't need to ever use the word to see uh, from a, the point of view of a character, your, your protagonist, whoever you're writing from the perspective of, because if, if they describe it, they see it right. Mm -hmm. it, otherwise it wouldn't be there. So we can definitely get rid of that. We can get rid of the now uh, and we can. Yeah. We can get rid of the was for sure. We can. <laughs> this one is gonna be fun to edit because it is rough. Yeah, I think starting a new paragraph is the yeah. best way. To go. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, not even, I'm not even gonna like try to edit on top of it. I'm just like gonna. This yeah, is we, the rewrite. Yeah, this is one of those things me. where yeah, we're gonna have to like rewrite the whole thing basically, uh, because it's just. If we're going in and nitpicking, and this is something that happens, this is actually why I'm considering a rewrite, is that if you go in and start nitpicking and nitpicking and nitpicking, eventually it starts to feel really tortured. Um, whereas if you rewrite, you're just like, okay, I know the essence of what I want to say, and you just say it cleaner the first time, second time. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, agreed. So the first problem that I'm running into is, uh, and this is a story issue because I don't know the story, that I cracked open an eye to see that the room was now lit. What room is she in? Because um, I think that... She's in like an inn in this... They, She's like part of essentially like an undead extermination squad. That's what the order is, but it's also a religious okay. group. So they're like summoned to towns to like 
take care of zombie problems. And so she's at an inn in the town where they're, where she is visiting. Okay. See, cause my initial, my initial feeling with this is to, I cracked open an eye to my, uh, room, comma, uh, maybe glowing with light, uh, with the light of the rising sun. Uh, but that's an, oh, see, so let's talk about that. Light of the rising sun. So we have created more passive voice here. Um, but this is a good structure, I think. It's just it needs work, right? And sometimes mm -hmm. you do that. Sometimes you edit a sentence and then, you know, you rebuild it and it still needs work because it's still passive voice. I cracked open a night in my room glowing with the light of the rising sun. Of the rising sun can, you know, that's a couple words you might not need. So is there a way, Avery, that we could fix this? Uh, we could even just say glowing with dawn sunlight or something like that. Mm -hmm. It could almost even be like a crack. Well, no, never mind. Cracked open an eye to my room. Mm. Cracked an open. Glowing with the dawn. I, oh, I was just going to say, not the, like glowing with dawn sunlight. Like dawn is the adjective describing sunlight. So there's no the. Ah. Glowing with dawn sunlight. Okay. Once again, we're talking. We talk about cadence, and I'm not sure I love the cadence of this. Uh yeah, and this is funny because it's like bringing up a bunch of stuff that we just talked about, like yeah. the cadence and you know using words like of the to create the uh, um, that uh, pentameter that just sounds good, and that's where editing gets to be a huge bitch. <laughs> this one is it's it's 100% a I was gonna say. Um, it's this uh we have a comment which says glowing with morning sunlight and i was going to suggest something similar which is an open eye in my room lit by the morning sun which is 100 percent passive voice but it has a nice ring to it i like them both i think this is one of those uh things where yeah. it's the writer's decision so we're going to take the suggestion is... okay so i craft i craft i craft my eye okay no i <laughs> I cracked open an eye to my room, glowing with morning sunlight. I that's better than what it, it was. It is better. Like, I'm a little. I'm. A, this is not, not passive pretty. voice, but the I cracked open an eye to my room feels weird. Yeah, it's annoying. So I cracked open it's, an eye to. Well, that's filtering. Ugh. I cracked open an. Oh, see, look at even we're bad at this. I was gonna cracked say I cracked open, open an, an eye to find my room glowing with morning sunlight, but that's that's filtering. But maybe. Oh, I cracked my open God. an eye. It, I, oh, okay. How about I cracked open an <laughs> eye, period. My room glowed with morning sunlight. No, I hate that. No. <laughs> Where, man, this this section is rough. That's this episode so is going to be a rough one. <laughs> this is what I've been doing all fucking month. And I'm like, oh, oh, I just oh we have a really good suggestion from chat because it's yeah. bringing in an action, which is I cracked open an eye wincing at the morning sunlight. Fuck yes. Yes. Fuck yes. Thank you. Thank Fuck you. Yes. Hey, this here. is that thing that I talked about when you do uh, multiple things with your sentences, yeah. right? Every sentence you do two things. Um, and I think this is this is what was missing. Um, because it's also giving us character. It's giving us oh, this character's not a morning person. Do we want to involve the room? Because you could technically say wincing at the morning light, sunlight streaming through my room. Oh, you don't need I that. I don't think we need it because because the last yeah. scene ended with her. 
I the thing it. that you're not supposed to do. It ended with her falling asleep in the room. <laughs> That's a whole other episode. We'll get into that later. Right. And you can, you know, there are multiple ways you could do this. Now that I'm, you know, thinking about the prospect of doing multiple things with one sentence, you could also say, uh, I was woken by the morning sun, but that also includes a was. You could do, um, you know, the the sunlight woke me from my slumber or whatever you can do so many different things yeah um to make uh what what this original sentence was and you know this is completely just skipping over the problem of starting a chapter with a character waking up but we're gonna ignore that one for now that is that is a myth people if you're writing a book (laughs) where the character wakes up in a room it's fine everything is fine (laughs) god so many people like get so you know, upset that they can't do that. And I'm just like, you know what? Just do it. Like, just do it. If Anasia doesn't like it, screw that guy. Like, we don't, we don't. I think where it comes from, and I I understand this, is that often when you start a book, not a chapter, but a whole book with the character waking up, a lot of times that means there's a lot of filler before something worthwhile happens because Mm -hmm. a lot of times people make the character go through their morning routine and all the mundane stuff. And, occasionally that can work uh but a lot of times it's not needed so that's why i think it's kind of a flag that they see it and they kind of go i don't know if this is gonna work but it can also be done like many things very effectively and especially if it's a chapter it doesn't bother me much so i'm looking at the second sentence and i am like whoa wow okay because the second sentence here is i rolled over and got out of bed stiffly um we're using you know, we're using adverbs here. Uh, we're using I a second time. Um, you know, when you're writing in first person, and I know that's not what this podcast is about, but, you know, the use of I, the, cutting it out completely is better. Um, so now I'm like, okay, this is, this sentence here is just, it's it's not doing enough. Um, and I think, I actually think, even though I really like our new first sentence, I, I think we could do another first sentence and make it even better. Um, such as like the morning sun light woke me, uh, and I, let, I'm just going to write something really yeah. crappy and then we can we'll fix it, it later. Okay? And, and I, uh, carrying me from sleep. Oh, uh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I'm like, I want to get the wincing and the rolling out of the bed done like kind of simultaneously because these two sentences um, are kind of not great by themselves, right? I rolled out of bed uh, with a wince. Yeah. Uh, and I, it's still using I, but you know, sometimes you just got to do that. I don't mind it as much when it's not in at the beginning of the sentence or beginning of the paragraph. Right. You know, and I don't know. Uh, I cracked open an eye wince to get the morning sunlight. Um, is there anything going on, uh, Oh, wait. Okay, so the next sentence is, my leg was racked with heat, which worried me. Um, can we actually just merge that sentence with the I rolled over and got out of bed stiffly? Or Because yeah. we could say... Um, we could even say something about the like pain in their leg waking them up. But then, right. then we've got the sun, and we've got... No, no, we don't... Yeah, that's like... If this were me editing a book for like my final draft, I would I would sit and work on that. Oh yeah, um, I would I would no probably we... throw this whole thing out and just start over, which is kind of what we're doing. But mm-hmm. we are trying to kind yeah. of 
rather like I might just start literally the whole scene over, not keep any of this, but we're trying to like fix this and still keep a little bit of it. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Morning sun broke. Tearing me from sleep. I winced and fuck. <laughs> I, I, I winced and hey, fuck. fuck. Just write that. Um. Uh, yeah, so this is the joy of editing, everybody. Um, I've been removing wasis for a really long time, and this shit gets hard. Uh, and, and, you know, and I think it's important not to hide that, because some people have a lot of trouble with it, and this is why, you know. Uh, wasis are editing, hard to remove, because... They, they are. Because sometimes, it, every once in a while, it can be easy. Uh, which I think there's a couple of sentences here where we can just really quickly switch the verb and the verb tense and the object. But sometimes you really got to like work with it. Okay, so this isn't perfect, but it's better, I think. Uh, the morning sun broke, tearing me from sleep. I winced and rolled out of bed, leg racked with heat. Uh, is is this heat supposed to be like a reference to pain? It's a reference or... to like when you have an infection and it feels hot. Okay. All right. So, um, so she's got an infection in her leg. Yeah, she's worried about like an infection settling in. So let's say leg still wrecked with heat. Um, because that's why later it's so... like, hey, I'm immune to like becoming a zombie, but I might get like a normal infection. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, why? Uh, okay. So the next sentence. Do Do you like what I've written here? That this morning, I do. the morning sun broke. Me for sleep okay. So let's use. Let's let's use this okay. one. Let's um, read it so that people who are listening can okay. kind of follow along. So the the original said, "I cracked open an eye to see that the room was now lit by the rising sun. I rolled over and got out of bed stiffly. I have changed it so far into." The morning sun broke, tearing me from sleep. I winced and rolled out of bed, legs still racked with heat. Um, I'm just going to put from the infection just for me yeah. um, so that we know what we're dealing with here. Um, legs still racked with heat from the infection. Uh, now, the next sentence from the original is, I lifted a hand to brush the earring I wore. Uh, how... Uh, this was my cheater way to explain that they wear an earring to protect them from infection. I was. Is it like at the beginning of the book? Yeah, this is like chapter that oh. the early section is in chapter one, the one we read during the adverbs episode. This is probably the beginning of chapter two, or like another scene later in chapter one. So it's pretty early. We're still doing world building. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm not going to complain about this because we're just removing wasis right now. Um, but just for the reader's reference here, uh, don't do the thing that I did once <laughs> and twice and a thousand times where you try to describe something like so intricate as these obviously very important uh, earrings by like throwing them into a paragraph like this where it might not be so important and then go off on a whole tangent about it. Sometimes that can detract from the reading. Uh, it's like looking in the mirror and describing somebody's face in a mirror. It's a little info um, dumpy. 
it's a little info dumpy, but we're gonna we're just getting rid of the wesses mm-hmm. now. I just wanted to kind of like footnote that. Um, I will also uh, say just... I would remove I wore. Just say I lifted oh, yeah. the hand to brush my earring, not the earring I wore. Because okay, we know if... that she's wearing it. If it's if she says my earring, we know it's in her ear. Like. <laughs> I'm going to um, tack the worried from the original onto the beginning of this oh, new yeah. sentence um, because we got rid of the word worried um, about the infection. Um, and I think that she should be brushing her ear out of nervousness, yeah. right? And that's what it is. Um, it's like, okay, I've still got it. Okay. I'm safe. I, I'm still wearing also, the thing that keeps me from turning into a zombie. Is That's why she's touching it, it is to like reassure herself that it's still there and that she's safe. <clears throat> Okay, so actually then, let's do that. Worried and looking for reassurement. I think it would be reassurance in this case. Reassurance. (laughs) (laughs) Worried and looking for reassurance. I I reached to my ear. I, I touched my ear. Wait, no, I touched my earring? Yeah. Okay. Worried and looking for reassurance. I touched my earring. Uh, good. Still can't become a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and I'm, I know that this isn't wasing wasn't here, but like that's adding voice, yeah. right? It's, it's, it's adding thought to what she's doing. It, so I have now changed. Uh, I lifted a hand to brush the earring I wore and turned it into worried and looking for reassurance. I touched my earring. Good. It's still there, still can't become a zombie, right? Yeah. Let's just say that. Um, and that's just, you know, that might not be the shortest form, but that's what I did now. Avery, you can well, I was gonna tell say, me if you want me to add that down. I like that. Uh, I was going to say that actually also kind of shortens this next section, which is the part where it's like it provided immunity from the toxins. Oh! Because this is just, if she's like, okay, it's there, I'm not going to become a zombie, that tells us that the earring is what keeps her from that keeps her immune to these like zombie poisons. Um, so, and I don't good old show. Don't I tell. don't know if we need to explain that it's three beads and blue, white and gold. I could put that elsewhere in the story somehow to keep it from info dumping here, because here the important point is not what it looks like. The important point is what it does. Then, you know, and in, in, in that case, let's split off from this paragraph and just tack, tackle that description of the earrings so that, like, when you do get there, right, when the earrings do come up, we have we have it all edited out. So um, instead of, so right now, the earring description starts with mm-hmm. a simple silver hoop was graced with three beads in blue, white, and gold. It was worn by all members of the order, and it provided immunity from the toxins carried by blah, 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 blah. And here's the deal. So, this book is, I wrote it like 14, 13 years ago. I drafted this, so <laughs> I don't remember the details. I can't remember if the colors represent anything. Um, or if there's like colors that related to their, like I said, they're kind of part of a religious order that eliminates the undead. So I don't know if that's, if they're significant or if I just was like making up crap because it was NaNoWriMo and I needed words. Well, let's just (laughs) pretend they are significant. You know, it's there, we're editing a book, Mm -hmm. so they're significant, right? Um, so let's do... Uh, like just to tackle that, like we want that in there, but we don't know how, and we don't want any wesses or passive voice. So you can literally just say, 
the silver hoop earrings uh, worn by the members of the order. Worn by the order. I was going to say... Because the order is actually capitalized. Yeah. Um, I have another... Um, I'm going to see what you say, but then I have another idea. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say the silver hoop earrings worn by the order um, were... Let's say, uh, were is passive voice, but here we might actually need it. Uh, what's the, what's the word that means like, uh, required, but not quite required? Uh, I don't know. Help. Help. I don't know. I'm just, um, I'm only coming up with required. Let's just say required. Yeah, we'll just say required. <laughs> the silver hoop earrings worn by the order were required. Uh, blue, white, and gold in color. They were used. Oh no, that's How also fast voice. But let's just think. Uh, um, oh, like oh, blue, what? Uh, I remember the name of the deity, which is S R A Y A, because it's fantasy. Um, so like in the order were required in Soraya's blue, white, and gold. Okay. Oh, the silver hoop earrings worn by the order were required in Sarah. Uh, wait. It's actually S-R-A-Y-A, but it doesn't really matter because Jesus. this is never becoming a book. S oh my <laughs> I was I was just throwing words together. <laughs> um The deity is now named shit. Tell me, tell me your thoughts on this, Avery, because I am just, I, I just... I was going to say the way I would add it in later is to contrast it with something else. So, like, maybe there's, like, another sect of the Order that uses different colors, and she meets this other person and is like, oh, his earring is green, white, and gold instead of my blue, white, and gold of a whatever rank I am. So, instead of later just using it as, like, exposition, using it to, like contrast with something else we see does that make sense but that would be something yeah. i just added into a later scene like i said or if it's somebody who's a different rank you know be like oh okay. his are green white and gold he must be a lieutenant or whatever okay. um so that's how i would work yeah, it in you... later i would work it in as like put something in that contrasts with it that's one of my sneaky mm -hmm. ways to world build is be like oh wow they're doing this. That's different than how I do it. <laughs> right. Right. So I guess the lesson here is your wusses are probably there because you're stuck in exposition land and you're fucking talking about shit that you probably shouldn't be talking about right now. So that's a red flag. <laughs> um, but uh, I want to I wanna be able to tackle this like as it is. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just... Uh, yeah. Um... I don't know. Uh, I don't think I know enough about what's going on here to make proper decisions. I actually think this is fine right now for for this draft. the The silver hoop earrings worn by the order were required in Sayara's white, blue, white, and gold colors. That that works for me now. I it's one of those things that later, yeah, you may go in and finesse it more. But for us, just getting rid of wuzzes right now. That like you said, that's passive voice. We're, we're is passive voice, but I think this is one of those opportunities where you can use yeah. it and not have to worry too much about like it. Like you said, it's not always um, bad. Unless you or somebody else in the chat sees a loophole here. Because a lot <laughs> of the times when there is a were, 
you know, when there is a were or there is a was, sometimes there's another way and it takes a minute to see it. So, um, I don't see it up front. Uh, I might on another read. Um, but that's why we come back, uh, to read stuff. And this is the importance of critique partners is, you know, sometimes we're editing things with the two of us and then people in chat will come up and be like, uh, it's this. And we're both like, that's great. So it's it's that importance of getting like multiple feedback opinions. Okay. Um so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to tackle this next this next uh kind of this whole uh, whole original sentence was it was worn by all members of the order and it provided immunity from the toxins carried by the walking dead or other unholy creatures. Um I kind of think that still can't become a zombie just fixes that. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. yeah no, I would just cut all of that. You're right. So we we're just gonna cut all that because yep. we already did the still can't become a zombie stuff, which is show don't tell at its best. But I think so. even like unfortunately the earring couldn't prevent regular infection. Plain old, plain old infection. Right. Which is a little bit of exposition, but a sentence here and there of exposition, you need it. So I actually like that sentence because it, it because we kind of in the new version said that the the leg is still racked with heat from the infection. Um, so she's worried about becoming a zombie. Um, but I think that this is a good time to say um, that uh, it can't prevent the infection. Yeah. Um, so even though she so worried and looking for reassurance, I touched my earring. Good. It's still there. Still can't become a zombie. Um can is there a way that we can fit in the bit about it you know not preventing infection in there um so that we don't have to break off and talk about it like okay i'm thinking here so in the i touched my earring you right now you have essentially an m dash but we're in google docs um so i touched my earring what if it was a period and then the thought good it's still there can't become a zombie and then the silver hoop earrings in Sraya's blue, white, and gold dash require, or crap, I lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. No, okay. I get what you're saying here. The silver hoop earrings worn by the order. And then like an M dash um, explaining what they are. Yep. There to be in Sariah's, uh I'm just going to say Sayara's Sa- yeah. uh, blue, white, and gold colors. We're no good. Could, we're no good against, no good against infection. Yeah, no good against plain old infection or something like that. And that is more passive voice because of the were. I know. Um, well, in this case, wait, worn by were no good. That one's not passive voice. That one's just were as a verb. Yep. So I'm, I'm just going to. Okay. So the silver hoop earrings worn by the order required to be in Soraya's blue, white, and gold colors were no good against plain old infection. Yeah. It's kind of a long sentence, but I, I don't think I have a problem reading it. Right. And the only problem I'm having right now is the two infections. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to change the first infection to festering wound. Yeah, I was going to say from the injury or wound was yep. where I was going to go. Yep. Yep. Um, And then... Because, yeah, so... last night what happened is this after the salve was they've got like a first aid kit, basically. So she got home well home to the inn and like 
slathered it with like a basic healing salve. So I don't actually even know if we need this whole sentence because we know she's already treated it. This this last sentence, which says, uh, after the salve, the though, self, though, hopefully the wound would be healed soon enough. I honestly don't know. If, I, once again, I am a brutal word slaughterer, and I would just cut the whole sentence. Uh, sure. Yeah. And, you know, just to talk about the sentence separately, after the salve, though, hopefully the wound would be healed soon enough. Um, if we were going to edit this, instead of removing it, probably would just go... Uh, probably remove the dough. I, I would say, or hopefully the, the salve hopefully. would heal it soon enough. Because that changes the would be healed oh, by, yes. essentially. Yes. Because that's changing it from the the wound would be healed by the salve to the salve would heal the wound. Which is yes. the easiest way to fix passive voice. If you do that with all of your passive voice, your writing is going to start sounding very Dick and Jane book. So yeah. you don't want to just like automatically go to every passive voice and go, okay, well, you know, the door was shut loudly and go, he loudly shut the door. You don't want to do that with every <laughs> single sentence. Of course, loudly is another problem, but you know what I mean. Um, the door was slammed Remember, shut. You don't want to say he slammed the door. Yeah, and yeah, and, and plus, if your if your sentences are doing two things, you probably won't do the Dick and Jane thing. Yeah, like if, if slamming the door and something else is going on simultaneously, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Probably. So. I'm just saying you don't want to automatically do that to all of your sentences because it is oh, going yeah, to definitely. make your writing feel very stilted. So it's that thing where it's like artistically. Do you keep it? Do you not keep it? And a lot of the times when I do that, it is, it's just a, it's kind of a loosey goosey. Does it feel like it sounds good? Does it feel satisfying to say? And this is where saying your stuff out loud can help. I hate it. I hate reading my stuff out loud. It's, it's embarrassing for me, but you need to do it. Okay, so so the original sentence here, um, and, and we're not going to keep it for our final paragraph, but I still wanted to edit it. The original sentence was, after the salve, though, hopefully the wound would be healed soon enough. Now, there are two different ways you could do this. You could just say, hopefully the salve would heal the wound soon enough. Or if you wanted, if you had a character that had some extra voice, you could be like, no matter, the salve would heal this wound soon enough. I actually you know? like that better. Um, it is a lot voicier. It puts us in the character's head a little more. Um, it's yeah. more intimate. Yeah. So I like that I much better. Yeah. So no matter, the self would heal the wound soon enough. It's also kind of a little cocky. Yeah. I like that. Um, Which the character so kind of is. She's done. a little bit. Good. She's a little bit cocky. Um, she's a little bit worried, but then like, I'm I'm fine. I'm kind of a badass. So let's see how many words our modified paragraph is. Sixty-eight down from one hundred six. Yeah. Well, if we include that, did so, you highlight the no matter sentence? I didn't, but I will. It's still less. If I include, if I include that, it is 78. Yeah. So we cut so, 30 words, give less. or take 28 words, um, which. And I will read that now yes. if you'd like, unless you would like to read it. No, you can read it. Okay. So the morning sun broke, tearing me from sleep. I winced and rolled out of bed, legs still racked with heat from the festering wound. Worried and looking for reassurance, I touched my earring. Good. It's still there. Still can't become a zombie. Unfortunately, 
The silver hoop earrings worn by the order, required to be in Sayara's blue, white, and gold colors, were no good against plain old infection. No matter, the salve would heal the wound soon enough. Boom. So much better. It's much cleaner. It's much voicier. It too. is voicier. I love it. It is. You, you remove that, uh, you know, the show don't tell stuff, <clears> and it just becomes me. very, you know, it starts to have personality. Um, and that's what we want when we're writing, right? Yes. So. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm pretty proud about what we did there. I, I was know, really. I, you know, I'm going to be I'm fucking worried. I was like, oh, my God, I'm sweating here. I don't know what the fuck to It do. was a pretty rough passage. And that's part of the reason I kept it short was because I knew it was going to take some work. Yeah, yeah, but we did it. We did it, and is there? There's no wasn't in there. There's not a single was, but there is a were, but there, it is not passive. Is there? Oh, yeah, there isn't there, a single was. Right there's the one end. were, and that's it. But it's yeah. were as a verb, uh -huh. and not were in passive voice. Yes, which is a hint at our next say... episode. <laughs> oh, is it? It's. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. Oh, what the we're next doing episode yet. is <laughs> wasing the wases part two, which we'll get to at oh, the very oh. end when we're kind of teasing that. Okay. Um, but we do have uh so I guess that's kind of it into into the questions. So anybody who's in chat, please write your questions now and we'll answer them. But we have our first pre-submitted question. Oh my god. I know. So I need like an air horn, like blah 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 blah. <laughs> um Love. So this question okay. was submitted by listener oddly. Um, who asked, and we kind of have touched on this a little bit, but I think we can go a little deeper. How do you decide which was us to let stand and when to keep pushing your brain to reword them? <laughs> well, the way I do it is I try to remove it. And then if I can't remove it without getting pissed, I just leave it there. <laughs> like, this is hard. I'm done now. You know, I... Sometimes you look at a sentence for so long and you're like, fuck you sentence. Like I am, I'm leaving you like me. Like I fine. If you want to be there, be there. Um, but I think we talked a lot about, you know, uh, just the, the pentameter and, uh, just in general, like, how does it sound? Uh, is it, it doesn't follow the rules by zombies. Uh, you know, that's, that would be how I do it, you know? Yeah, mine is, is literally just does it sound better. Um, usually does it sound prettier? <laughs> I'm like, because I I pay a lot of attention to like, you know, everybody has their voice. Um, and some writers tend to be more straightforward with their voice. Some tend to have like a certain slangy quality to their voice. that's very like casual and modern. I learned from people who like words. <laughs> And purple prose is where I came from. So I tend to really like luxuriate in the words and what sounds good. So if it sounds nice and has a good cadence, I'll leave it. Right. Because otherwise, like, okay, so if you have an original sentence like we had here, I cracked open an eye to see that the room was now lit by the rising sun. You know that that doesn't sound good. And that's when you change them. And what we changed it to was the morning sun broke, tearing me from sleep. And that's just so much better, you know? And it's it's those things, you know, 
some wasas they're fine but like if it is a crucial moment like that get rid of them and and make it pretty it's sometimes it's gonna take a minute like it took us some time and i feel like i'm pretty good at removing wasas and whirs and woods um, i gave you a good challenge yeah it was very challenging i'm actually impressed i was like oh this will be easy no. <laughs> <laughs> then you read through it and just went fuck uh, yeah, I was, I, I, passive voice used to be my, um, the thing that the person who edits my books before I give them my beta readers, um, used to kind of pick on me about like, oh, your passive voice is so bad. Um, and then I like really got into myself on it and I learned and I, I used autocrit. There are other, um, editing softwares that can help you um, locate them. But I used Autocrit and I looked at it and I tried to get rid of at least 80% of the ones that I found and I taught myself in the meantime how it looks to not use them naturally. So now actually I'm pretty good at it and you'll get good at it too. You just gotta like, you know, you'll learn to spot them. Uh, yeah. Rambling. It's okay. It's good rambling. <laughs> I like your rambling. I was giving people a chance say- to type. And it looks like nobody has any questions. Nobody Ask cares. us questions, please. We like you. Ask us things. We don't care what they are. Okay, we do. I, we do care what they are a little bit. You know what? Uh, while we have a few minutes here, I'm actually gonna pop open Autocrate. Okay. And see, and see what it says about other words. It might go over like a few minutes, but you know what? I'm fine with that. Um, because I'm curious what you think about certain other words too and i know i'm forgetting some here let's see let's see what words autocrit flags <laughs> autocrit okay. is very intense um it is i you were lucky uh, enough to get like a cool NaNoWriMo deal on it oh man i, I made out with this thing like a bandit it's like so expensive I, you guys i missed and... it because NaNoWriMo is like right before christmas shopping season and they were like do you want this awesome deal it's like you know still not cheap but you get it like forever and i was just like i don't have that but i have to buy christmas presents so I didn't have it. So I didn't get the cool deal. But I I did try it for a few months um, when I was I'm revising go- my book right before self-publishing it. And it's got some really cool stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm just I actually popped this open in the editing window so people can kind oh, of see. Let me... This is what it kind of looks like uh, um, it, when it. And actually, I put in a random chapter from a, a second draft of an older book, and I still did really good. Um, there was, you know, it says the 48 wases, that's fine. Um, but it also flags words like wasn't, you'd, you've, had, have, were, has. Um, I did pretty good with all of those, it looks like. Uh, so, um, you know, just that kind of stuff. That's what it looks like when you use it. Um, I did a good job. Because I guess I'm pretty fucking good at it. <laughs> I love it when it tells you, like, remove about 15 and you're like, fuck. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, remove remove all these. I've had I've had some crazy ones where it's like, remove like 25 of these, please. And it's like, oh, it's no. like, uh, okay. But yeah. Um, anyway, we do have a question. Oh, do yes, we? Which is, in your opinion, which is worse, passive voice or filter words? I think you should answer this one because I don't actually know for sure what a filter word is. Um, filter words are the seesaw, heard, felt. Oh, okay. Uh, I okay. think filter words are worse. 
I think so too. Fuck those. That I I hate those. Like I no. Yeah. I <laughs> I use so them bad. a lot like, in my early drafts, but I am brutal about them in revisions. Um yeah. because they just passive voice can make your writing feel a little long. It feels like it's stretched thin. Um but filter words puts a barrier between the reader and the character. And I I like stories that have a really tight, limited POV. For the most part, there are exceptions. Um, one of them is a book of DCs that I read that played with Omniscient and did some really cool things with it. Um, but usually I prefer to have like a very close perspective on the main character. And all of those filter words, felt, heard, saw, thought, um, make me feel like I'm watching the story rather than living the story. Whereas passive voice is a prose thing. It just makes the reading a little clunkier. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent. Get rid of the, get rid of the filter words first. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I think I think that's I think that's it. That's all I got I to we're say gonna, about okay, that. So we can do our little conclusion. I have to pull out my uh-huh. cheat sheet because I have had some alcohol. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, the next part is you. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to say uh, it? I've got it in front of me. I can say it. Let's see. Um, wait, wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, me. Yes. Um, our next episode is August 6th and will be the second half of our was series, um, which I little footnote, I believe that we stole the wasing the wases thing from the other podcast writing excuses that Brandon Sanderson hosts. I don't know if he was the first one to do it. Um, oh, I didn't if, know if that. It, I just knew it showed up in our group chat. I didn't know you guys yeah, stole it. I think it's something <laughs> that Brandon, I think it's something that Brandon Sanderson tur- uh, coined a little bit. I could be wrong about that, but uh, if you haven't listened to writing oh. excuses, do it. It's an insanely good writing podcast and you can learn so much. Um, but anyhow, this will be the second half uh, next time on August 6th will be the second half of our was series. And I'm sure Brandon Sanderson won't sue us. For yeah. Sorry. I didn't was. know. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brandon, no. please don't sue me. He's a nice guy from what I've heard. I don't think he's gonna I think he's gonna be proud of us. Um so and that will be our next one is just on August 6th will be how to strengthen your writing by swapping out the weaker word was for stronger phrasing. Um join us at 7:30 Eastern time or check out the audio version afterward. And you can find everything you need at our website, which is anditswriting.com with the A-N-D, not the ampersand. Um, you can look us up on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you listen. Most podcatcher apps are going to catch us. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you left us a rating or review on iTunes. It really helps the algorithm and helps other people find our podcasts on all the different services. Um, people are downloading our stuff. I'm they so are. Excited. It's very nice. Oh my goodness. People are actually <laughs> listening to us. That's terrifying and wow. awesome at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thank you for joining us. Thank you for asking questions and commenting. Uh, we're really excited to have you here and we will see you all in two weeks. Bye, Bye. guys.